This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Uh, really glad to have this show with you on. Her name is Alexis Wilkins, and she does everything. Alexis, literally every. We just talked for a minute ago, and we might have to do a three-hour interview just to get everything in. How are you, by the way? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So you're a country singer. You've got a song or an album. You'll fill us in on this. That was like number 12, almost immediately on the charts. You've got, uh, you're a writer. You're a correspondent. You, um, you uh, again, country artist. For God's sakes. So you've got a lot going on. And um, I like it because people, podcast host, people, I think, need to expand their horizons in the day and age of the Internet. Because when we say broadcast anymore, it's not just terrestrial radio, not just through the air TV. It's kind of everything, isn't it? It is. And I think a lot of the conversation is in the culture. So when you're contributing on a commentary side and a political side and a cultural side, it kind of it all melds together. And I I hope that it's the best way to um, bring a good message to the most people. I think a lot of people try to separate it, but I like what you, you seem to be doing. There's a lot of synergy there where you are who you are who you are, no matter if you're hosting a podcast, singing a song, or doing something else. Is that the mindset? Is it just this is who I am, and I get to put it sort of towards all these different tangents? Yeah, de- that's definitely it. it I used okay. to um, I used to think about separating it more just because I thought, you know, if I'm singing, I'm doing that. If I'm writing an article, I'm doing that. If I'm writing a song, it's different. And now I realize it's really, you know, all sides of the same coin. Um, and it's it's a it's a good way to just invite people into your life and say, here's who I am. And if you you know, if you're for it, awesome. And it's kind of how it is. If you're not too bad, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. Um, AlexisWilkins.com is her website, AlexisWilkins.com. Uh, it's an EP. I guess that's a new way of saying uh, album because we don't actually buy albums anymore. But EP means extended play. So how many songs are on this? Um, six. Okay, so if we go to like um, iTunes or whatever and we put in your name, this will come up. It's called uh, Grit. Yes, the EP is called Grit. Uh, the title track is Grit. Um, and then the single that we've been working with has been both Grit and Country Back. Why Grit? Grit, I just loved the title. Um, it's a <laughs> title for an EP. And yeah. the song really encapsulates a lot of who I am and what I do. I think something we're missing, um, especially in my generation, uh, but just kind of all over the place, is Grit. And so we went with that. But also Country Back is really is really the the heart of the EP and what I'm saying on it. Grit, grit is awfully country because it could be grits, the, the breakfast food. It could be grit, like, you know, dig in and really get it done and have, like, passion for something. True Grit, of course, is a famous name, I think, of a movie. But yeah. um, but no, it, it, you're right. How old are you, if I may ask? 24. All right, so you're about the age of, of my daughters. I've got a daughter who's 23. I've got one that's 32. I've got one that's eight. Don't tell anybody. But um, uh, at the end of the day, uh, your generation doesn't understand the terminology. They, they don't understand. You know, when I was your age... Nike just came out with Just Do It. Mm-hmm. And the whole Just Do It ideology was one that my wife and I put into play and that we succeeded very well because we didn't care. We just wanted to go there, work as hard as we could, be tired as could be at the end of the day, and then get up the next day with a perspective and some goals. I don't know that the majority of your generation has that same feeling. And yeah. here's the question. Is it because the government took that away from them and said, don't worry, we'll pay for your food and your housing and your schooling and everything? You don't have to try very hard. Or is there something else going on? You know, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that 
it's being fueled by the institution. I mean, colleges are providing puppies to pet. And I'm not kidding. At where I went to college, they had, you know, hand massages for finals week. Like there's all supplementary things. And it's such a minute um, example, but it really is descriptive of how it is. And so you have this experience, you're going to college, you know, colleges are decently uh, spun nowadays. And so yeah. you have that, you have all of this padding that's not going to be there for you in the real world. And so they're not learning what it's going to be like once they're in a job, once they're trying to create a life for their families, hopefully, maybe not, I guess, in this generation. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of everything. You know, there's the whole quote about um, weak men and hard times in that whole circle. And yes. I really I really think that you are here of, of weak men create hard times. Uh, I think that's accurate. And we're seeing it in, unfortunately, my generation. What's interesting is you mentioned family. I believe that your generation, people of your age, are being dissuaded from even thinking about the nuclear family or thinking about, about making a family ever. In fact, I think women are, are incentivized to have kids out of wedlock because, again, the government will take care of you. Don't worry about the man. You don't need a man. We'll be the man. Uh, I believe when Obama was in office, that there was this whole big hubbub over there was a handout from like the Department of Education that said, what can you do for President Obama today? Which was a complete reversal of when I was growing up, which was, what can my politicians do for us? So, I mean, is that sort of all in one? I, I think that there is a push to get rid of the idea of a nuclear family. I think so, too. Um, and, and I see it a lot, again, in my generation. But there was a poll. I was just talking to someone about it that I think I'm going to get the exact number wrong. But it was like 27 percent of people actually, you know, my age want to have a family and are, are going. This wow. is doing, you know, and, and it's for all different reasons. It wasn't specific. It's whether they just don't care. They don't think that they can have a career and a family, which I believe you can have both. And I think that that should be promoted. Right. Um, or really just people who share my ideology, but are honestly just worried about the trajectory of the world, which to that I say, kids are the future and they change the trajectory of the world. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how it goes. But I, I think that, I think it's all a little bit tied into one. Uh, country artist, writer, correspondent, it's Alexis Wilkins. Go to AlexisWilkins.com. You know, you brought up uh, people that agree with your ideology, but if they're your age, many of them are afraid to do what you do. They're afraid to let anybody know that they're conservative or pro-life or fill in the blank. So uh, how, do you, how do you get them to come out and, and be vocal? If everybody who was leaning, who leaned conservative, and I think that's most of us, I think if everybody who leaned conservative was un, unafraid to say, I lean conservative, we might actually be able to get the message out more. How do, how do we promote that with, with those who are afraid to say anything? I think at this point, it's got to be example. So in my way of trying to communicate the message that I'm communicating, you know, I'm working with PragerU, I'm working with these different mediums, I write articles for, for different platforms and, and just really communicate the things that I believe in. And I also sing country music. And do I get certain things that um, push up against that, especially in the entertainment industry? Sure. But I still get to do the things I love. I get to stand up for the things that I believe in. I get to go out and tour. And then also I get to speak on my beliefs. And I guess I just want to show people that it's all possible. And you can have a lot of fun doing it, honestly, because I think a lot of it looks so grim in just the way that the world is that sometimes it doesn't look like fun. But I think part of my message is it is fun. Telling the truth is fun. Standing up for what you believe in is right. is is a noble cause. Um, and I've always I've always been that way. Even before I was completely outspoken about politics, which I always somewhat have been, but um, I was 
most of my cause was about veterans. And believe it or not, that made me seem partisan, um, especially back when I started doing it, which is crazy. To that is so dumb. That's dumb. You, uh, but I digress. No, I, I think, well, that's that's amazing. You, so it's partisan to support veterans. That a thousand percent makes no sense. It's Alexis Wilkins. Go to alexiswilkins.com. We'll talk about PragerU uh, in a bit. Also, I want to talk about the virtual thing that you did for veterans as well. Not not veterans, those who are actually active military. I want to mm-hmm. talk about that as well. But uh, I'm going to take a chance of getting you in trouble now at the industry. Are you afraid of the direction of country music? And by that, I mean I have John Rich on all the time, and we're buds, and I saw what happened at the, at the CMTs or whatever it was recently. There, where For some reason, we had to have a drag show um, on the actual program, the awards show, which didn't make any sense. Are you afraid of the direction or no? I'm afraid of the direction, yes. I think that the audience is afraid of the direction, which is maybe the broader point. I consider myself audience because I still am a country music fan before everything else. Right. Um, but... I do. I, I think that the audience is leaning towards things that still make sense to them. You know, we just we want country music. It's why I wrote country back. We want more patriotism in the USA. We want more fiddle and steel on our radio. You know, it's just not that hard to make music music. Um, and people people don't want to be inundated with a bunch of things that they don't believe in. And, and even if they do kind of believe in it or feel kind of more agnostic about it. I think yeah. people are just tired of receiving messaging that they're not really subscribing to. It's music. It's supposed to be unifying. It's supposed to be, you know, it's just supposed to be a good thing. We're not supposed to, I think, talk about how different we are while we're standing shoulder to shoulder at the same concert. You use the appropriate word. The word of the day is audience. So if nobody listens to you and you have no audience, nobody hears your music, then you're not going to be a success. And it's not even a monetary success. Like I, I've written songs and I'm a musician and the people who hear it can then give me feedback on if what I felt was how they feel. If nobody hears it, it's almost like a tree falling in the woods. If nobody's around, does it make a noise? So if you turn off your audience and tell the consumer of your stuff that you must now genuflect to this ideology that we're forcing on you. And at that point, it was the queer ideology in Mm -hmm. the middle of a country music show. Everybody in the audience should have gotten up and left. They really should have because somebody, whoever the higher up is that said, wouldn't this be great? Let's put this on a country music show. Doesn't understand the audience just as much as the Bud Light lady didn't understand that getting Dylan Mulvaney involved is going to be a problem. Do you think that they'll, they'll write the ship or they're going to keep on going down this path? I don't know. I see them being a little bit careful right now, um, yeah. even if it's just in a measured sense. You know, do I, I don't think that they're going back on any of the ideologies that they're trying to promote or, or, you know, apologizing. But I do see a little bit of caution. You know, I think that they watched the response to Jason Aldean. I think that they continue to watch John Rich do what he does and be successful. And I think that they have a little bit of of caution in how they move forward. I don't think that they're they're I don't think that they're blitzing forward with the narrative right now. I think that they're watching what right. the audience does and ultimately the audience is the audience is following Jason and the audience is following John and the audience is is going in a direction of just wanting country music. Yeah, they'll go completely independent and, and ignore the establishment country, you know, music if they keep on doing stuff like this. It's yeah. Alexis Wilkins, alexiswilkins.com. Go there. Find out more about her. Her, her EP is called Grit, and it, uh, it's up on the iTunes chart, and that's awesome. But but you said that the, the one song, what's the one song that, that really sort of spells out who you are in, in your music? Country Back. Country Back. Go and check that out as well. Let's talk about um, this virtual concert that you put on for for the military. Where did this happen? When did this happen? And and fill me in. 
Yes. So um, I worked with an organization called Musicians on Call. And normally we go into hospitals and perform um, songs room to room for veterans. Um, the whole organization brings music into hospitals, but I tended to focus on the um, veteran piece of it because that's okay. where my question lies. And um, during COVID, we couldn't go into hospitals. And so I said, how can we bring music to veterans? Because we have a program for the Children's Hospital. We have a program for a lot of other hospitals. We need to get the, these resources to veterans and um, we kind of didn't know how to do it. And I said, well, let's use their closed circuit systems that they have in the hospitals um, and especially Nashville VA, because I understand, you know, I knew what what they already had to work with. Right. And so we made a um, I filmed a, a 15 minute production, essentially, where we did some music, we did some talking, we did, you know, we kind of just put together a mini variety show and we um, aired it on Veterans Day to um, veterans hospitals nationwide. That's awesome. I stand corrected. I thought it was active military, but this is, in fact, for the VA system and for veterans. Yes. Awesome. Uh, no, why, why is that so close to your heart? You've got people in your family that are veterans? I do. So my papa was in the Korean War. My great-grandpa was in um, World War II. And it's just really close to my heart. It's it's really how I came to um, love history. And I've always loved America. That's always been instilled in me by my family. My parents were always, you know, that was a strong value that, that they held and, and passed on to me, thank goodness. But um, understanding the military and the history and the things that these men and women have gone through that we will never understand, um, you know, or I will never understand as a civilian and all I can do is say thank you and try to uh, fix the system in a way as much as we can to um, help them. I mean, I just I think that it's such a it's 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 there there can't be enough said about helping veterans. The statistics are um, absolutely insane that we have homeless veterans. They're the first people we should be taking care of. It makes no sense. I think you're absolutely right. AlexisWilkins.com. Go there. You know, it's interesting. My, my father was in the Air Force, and um, it, when he was, uh, when, when just throughout his entire life, and then when he passed, we had this big to-do with the, with the flag. That was, like, one of the most important things ever to him. He was in for four years in the late 50s, early 60s. And he would talk about the service, the service, my service, the service. Yeah. And I think I'll bet your grandfather did that. Your great uh, grandfather did that. And then you have it sort of in your blood that you understand the role of the military. But recently I saw a video of people around your age that joined the military and some guy in TikTok or something was asking, why did you join the military? For the money. Why did you join the military? Free food. Why did you join the military? Free college. The, no, nobody said, because I love the country, I want to fight for, for freedom and liberty. So can we, can we turn that around? Because, again, it's not you, it's not my daughters, it's, uh, but it is people around your age who are filled with this garbage that it's not really about loving the country and having red, white, and blue go through your veins. It's about getting something out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, what have you done for me lately? It's, yeah. it's, it's hard because I see so much of that in my generation. It's it's. I don't understand it. So when I see it, it, it takes me a second to understand how to fix it because I so don't relate. Um, but I, I think that there's a fix there. I, I do see a lot of programming over the last, gosh, I wish it wasn't, but it's decades where they've switched the term nationalism and they've made patriotism negative. I mean, I collect Isn't antique that weird? books. It's bizarre. I collect antique yeah. books. I collect... Um, dictionaries through the years. I have dictionaries that are 80 years old, that are 50 years old, 40, you know, so on, so on and so forth. And if you compare my old dictionaries and the definition of patriotism and nationalism to that of Google or Merriam-Webster, any of the ones that are changeable on the internet, right. it sounds completely different. Nationalism used to be love of country. Patriotism used to be love of country. And now it's, um, you know, 
I, I feel like the forces that be don't want America to have an identity. They don't want us to have pride because then we might get together. We might understand that we're not that different. We might develop an us versus them, you know, us versus big gov or us versus all these all of these kind of forces mentality. And we might just as people be more be better informed and be unified enough to say, hey, we don't we don't want that anymore. Right. Um and I think that I, I think that the killing of conversation is is ultimately what causes that. And, and it does definitely show up most in my generation. And I think it's so sad that that's how they look at the military, because I I can't imagine how that feels for um, older veterans to hear as well. It's sad. It's, it's absolutely horrible. You know, you weren't around, but I was around for Jimmy Carter. He was a horrible president and he mm-hmm. killed nationalism. The reason why Ronald Reagan won in 80 was because he said, we want to love the country again. And yeah. then he had eight years where we absolutely love this country and wrapped ourselves in the flag again. It's harder now because those who own the narrative now have social media too. And we didn't have that back then. So they can get the, this psyop into people your age and even younger about how horrible this country is and slavery this and, and you know, man versus woman that. Uh, at the end of the day, we are going to have to restore nationalism again and just love our country which every other country does on the planet so it doesn't make sense in the time in the time we have remaining it's alexis wilkins go to alexiswilkins.com just give me 30 seconds on where people can find you on prager you i think that, that after watching this they're going to want to see more of you where do they find you so all of my socials are the same it's all at alexis wilkins alexis wilkins um you can find me anywhere you look people up instagram twitter true social anywhere like that uh prager you we're doing a new show pretty soon that's coming out. Um, I don't have an exact date yet, but I will, where we do, um, I keep calling it, it's not fair, but it's truthful news. So we're going to recap headlines. We're going to recap a big idea uh, topic at the um, at the end of every episode and really just give information to people that they don't understand. You know, people don't right. want to go, hey, how exactly does the Electoral College work? They 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 want it spelled out to them. And I think it's a way that we can give people um, information that they can actually take into the voting booth. And it's a, and- it's a really good example because a lot of people want to get rid of the Electoral College. They don't have any idea what it does. So yeah. that, I think that would be great. I can't wait to watch the show. It's AlexisWilkins.com. Go there, Alexis. Hope everybody goes and downloads your songs uh, on the album, the EP Grit, and, uh, and checks out the Prager U program. Come back on the show, would you? Thank you. I would be honored. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Really appreciate Alexis coming on to Nesta Souza, Simona coming on as well. Great program. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you missed any part of it, I will put those interviews up on my website, JoePags.com. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. Joe Pags.